Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. Today, I have Jenny Adams on the show. Jenny is a shamanic wellness practitioner and a transformative coach working with the sacred feminine, which we're going to talk about a lot today. Jenny has a um, BS in neuropsychology and comparative religious studies. She's a master gardener, a nutritional counselor, um, where she studied with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, certified soul regression hypnotherapist, breaking master, teacher, shamanic practitioner, massage therapist, and something that I'm excited also to talk about today is the biodynamic breath work that she uses um, and with trauma, releasing trauma. So she's a facilitator with that also. So Ginny, um, wow, <laughs> you do a lot of things, but sometimes I used to be a little overwhelmed when I saw all these things on someone's bio, but now it all, it just interweaves so beautifully together you know, all of it, as you well, as you well know, because you live that. So, so welcome to the program. Thank you, Marla. I'm really happy to speak with you. Yes, it's great yeah. to speak with you. So just tell us a little bit about um, your work in all of these different fields, um, how it started. I know you were a very sensitive child. So just tell us a little bit, a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. So let's see. Um, yeah, I came into body as a very sensitive, empathic child in Australia, um, growing up kind of wild in the bush of West Australia and, you know, didn't have a lot of, I would say, conditioning to, to know otherwise. So I grew up very free in knowing that this reality was not the only reality, as many children do know. Um, so keeping that open was a real gift, really getting to feel that you could read energy of people and it was a real thing or feel emotions in someone that they weren't expressing. And that's a real thing. So there's a whole dimension to life that was never closed down, which was really cool. Um, but of course I'm in human body. So guess what? Trauma's gonna happen. Learning's gonna happen here. Contracts happen. Um, so when I moved to the States with my family, um, you know, a lot of developmental trauma started to really surface and to deal with that, you know, I was a gymnast, I was in competitive gymnastics and I sort of funneled it all into sports to close it down, turn down the volume on life. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of empathic children feel like the volumes really turned up. So sports was my gig and it was my focus, perfectionism, body image, being perfect. Um, which was a great band-aid for being a sensitive empath during trauma. So after a while, life started to take hold. Um, and then nature has a way of putting you in the right direction. So when I was 17, I broke my back in a gymnastics competition. And all of a sudden, life said, time out, girl. Um, you're going to change directions. So instead of taking the traditional route of college and going to university straight away, 
Um, instead, I went into a big shadow season, which dealt with a lot of eating disorder and trying to find that control with food instead of with gymnastics. Again, just trying to not feel as sensitive. So yeah, so that didn't work out so well. I figured out about a year later that it was time to do some, some journeying, some, some traveling, some questing on my own to figure out how to heal this from the soul level down because I was still very empathic and aware of other beings. And they would always tell me, you gotta do this, this is your work. So I decided to go back to Australia and where I con con concluded to have the dark night of my soul experience and you know, kind of this breakdown breakthrough moment where all of the sacred feminine really started to channel through. Um, because I think as women with our bodies, you know, this is a vehicle and there's so many lessons with this body. And when we can get into the body, we can expand to other dimensional spaces as well. So did your, did your guides and angels, I will say, did, did they begin talking with you when you were, when you were a young child? Was, was that just part of your life? Yeah. Yeah. I used to, we've spoken, I used to leave my body a lot as a child and go to different places. And I thought it was totally normal. I thought everyone did that. Um, and I would see people's energy and I'd see their guides around them and they'd tell me things. And I was like, oh, cool. I thought everyone knew this is how life is. Uh, and I never really got conditioned to think otherwise because my parents were quite free and open. So yeah, it's been a big part. I've never shut it down, um, at least on purpose. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to shut it down all the way. You kind of have that person on your shoulder being like, hey, pay attention. <laughs> it's interesting to think that so many children have that going on, but our society just isn't validating or or we don't talk as much but we're going to talk about that more later but i think things are i think things are changing mm -hmm. just to segue just for a second and then we'll get back on track these things that you do you know the light between lives and the breath work and just opening up our stories mm -hmm. what do you think that we could do for our young children to help them deal or to help them live in love, not fear, even though of course they'll be fearful at some point, but just to help them navigate this life a little bit easier, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we're going into a whole different dimension here on earth. So there's a lot of children coming in that are more sensitive and are right. empathic and that's by design. Um, but of course, how do we receive them? You know, we often, what I've seen is that there's a lot of shaming that happens with children for believing something out of the norm or, you know, just saying like what you're doing is wrong. And, and that's a real heavy coating or a layer that tends to go around that authentic child spirit. Um, that inner child I mean, the inner child is never broken it's never wounded it's this bright unique part of spirit um, but as they come into body you know there's this do it this way become a human be scared of this don't be scared of this this judgment thing comes in it's like a like a cloak so i think the best thing to do for children that are empathic at least is to get them to recognize when that's happening get them to to notice their feelings and to listen to those even more than we do now. You know, I, I often tell my friends, kids, you know, does this feel like an, a yes opening? Does it feel like you're a sun or does it feel like you're a cloud when someone does something and they understand that language of nature? Yeah. 
And, um, you know, kids are, are the gateway into the sacred feminine, into the God, goddess self. They're the, the link. I mean, even with old style Wiccan culture, you know, it was magic and crafting that really activated that feminine goddess inside. And what is that except for children playing and making intentions and having small rituals and making fairy gardens and pretending they're doctors or pretending that they're flying. I mean, all of that gets them into that magical space and to acknowledge that in kids and let them do it. Right. Yeah. What are some of the activities we've talked about it, but I want you to share with the listeners that you would suggest doing, doing with a young child? Oh, well, they're so fun. They will teach you more than you'll teach them. So get them to ask what a plant is saying. You know, there's elemental energy on this earth. There's nature spirits on this earth and they're tapped into that. So getting them to get intuitive with themselves by asking them a question and knowing that they have some power, they have some wisdom that you don't know. And that brings them into that alignment with their true self. You know, like touching a piece of agave and saying, you know, what's this one saying? Or maybe a jasmine flower. And what is this one saying? If this one had a, a dance, what would it do? And if this one had a dance, what would it do? And it's, it's fun to connect in that way. Yeah. yeah. Don't you believe that all children are empathic? Mm-hmm. I mean, some more so than others, but yeah, so close. I mean, we are, we're, I mean, at least in the systems I've studied, you know, children are completely open and their chakras are forming, they're spinning until about eight years old. And then they tend to, you know, solidify a little bit. So we're in our patterns, we're in our karmic patterns to learn through those as we move in through life. But until about eight years old, you know, kids are super open to their spirit guides, to angels, to past loved ones, um, to the energies of nature. They're, they're a really good like a tool almost they have this beautiful gift of being a compass of to what feels good and what doesn't you know they know people before people even know themselves often so this breath work i know you call it sort of circular breath can you just briefly explain to us what kind of what what it is yeah yeah so we breathe through the nose or mouth and i think there's a lot of different styles of circular breathing where we're just taking full yogic breaths essentially down into the diaphragm and I always describe it as put a big inner tube around you and just breathe into the whole vessel, you know, front, back, sides, and just go for it. And the more bioenergy you bring in, you know, the more you're going to have the energy available to dissolve those traumas. Um, But we don't want to overbreathe. That's a big misconception of this type of work. We don't want to, you know, in lack of a better word, don't want to breathe out too much CO2. So we don't want to get this tetany where you're like lobster clawing and feeling like you're crunching, which can happen when our biochemistry is wrong. We really want to breathe deep and full and just I say drop the breath like you're dropping your keys. You don't need to do an extended exhalation or anything. And your body knows what to do with this breathing because it's what we do before we're traumatized. So animals breathe like this when they're sleeping. You can see your dog or cat just taking these full belly breaths. Right. They're completely peaceful, calming their nervous system. So that's the style of breath that we work with, continuous breathing um, until we come into a resource place where we start to breathe slower, start to feel into the body. So essentially we're charging up the nervous system a little bit and then we're bringing it back down in these waves so that the nervous system can learn to increase its window of tolerance, so to speak. Trauma word. Um, It seems like that would be a really great thing to teach to children too. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Well, the breath, I mean, if you're in, in contact with your breath, you can, you can control your energy, right? No matter right. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And children, they know how to breathe. They just get scared or something happens and they hold their breath and they get tense. And all of a sudden these patterns of the body being tense start to become their natural pattern later on, which is high shoulders, chest closed, heart closed, neck pain, body gets a signal that I'm in trauma, your digestion slows down, you can't digest your food, you get leaky gut. I mean, it's this whole thing that spirals right. out of control. So if we just tell them to take a deep breath in for one out for two, drop the shoulders, feel the weights on your hands, feel your feet rooting into the earth down into the crystal cave in the middle of the earth, wrap your cords around your favorite crystal there and bring that energy back up to you you know, and send it out the top of your head, shoot it out to your, to your angels. I mean, that would teach a child how to breathe beautifully. We're yeah. going to have to do a children's retreat together for sure, Jenny. <laughs> oh, I'm a child. Trust me. I'm more like a fairy, but that's still a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about gifted children, those with on the autistic scale, I love, love the word gifted, Down syndrome. And I know that you were, you've been downloaded some about these, about these children. Can you share that with my listeners? Yeah. Well, Down syndrome is, <clears throat> it's interesting because what I was told is that their heart chakra is too big for their body. Um, and so their brain, our brains are polarized here. We love this or that black and white, good, bad. Um, past future and they don't live in that reality and so they have they live in a, a unified reality in the heart space so they can't we think their bodies aren't working but really they're teaching us about opening the heart and moving into that 5d reality that we're all going towards right. from that polarized system of thinking and judging and all that crap um, into more of a unified field so there's going to be more i think of these types of children and again with the autistic scale they're senses are turned up the world's really loud for them um so we say it is autistic but isn't it just that they have this way of being in the world that's different that's more sensitive so again what could we learn from them if we just decided to listen to what they're sensitive to you know we have greta thurnberg on the planet with us now and she's all about healing the environment and you know she's not broken right right <laughs> Well, as, as PMH Atwater, who's been on the show quite a few times, and as you mentioned earlier, these kids, um, whether it's the children that we're talking about right now, or the highly sensitive, um, the more advanced are just pouring into the world right now. Yeah. And, and they are, they are looking at us and many times saying, you guys aren't doing it right. We're going to do it differently. And it's yeah. everywhere from gender to family to <laughs> buying homes to just yeah. everything. And I, I love it. I'm so excited, excited about that. So we need to wrap it up, um, Jenny, but what would you like to, what would you like to shout to the world? Well, I think when we're talking about children, I think I might've said this, that, you know, we all have this inner child essence that we we could connect with more. And I think it's really important to recognize that that is the spark. That's, that's the gateway um, into this more trans-dimensional consciousness that a lot of people are going for through, through all sorts of avenues. If we could just tap into that and, 
you know, help the children of the world and be mirrors for each other, because there's that little person in us too, um, to recognize that part of us as adults is not broken, it's not wounded. We hear this term a lot, wounded inner child. Um, that part's never been wounded. That part's a part of the God source. It's a spark, just like these children who are in the world without the conditioning yet are that God spark. So can we just recognize that that's the way in and start to play more and start to do more fun ritual and start to, to, to do magic again, right? Cultivate and reclaim magic for ourselves. And when we do that, children turn on, our inner child is like, hey, you're paying attention to me. Let me show you all the wisdom I have. Right. And then we get this direct line to the God goddess. I mean, that would be a really nice thing for us adults to do. Because when we do that, the shame body starts to melt off of us and we can really shine our authentic light here, what we're supposed to be doing here. We can stop pretending to be someone we're not, just to be loved and fit in and whatever that is. The children are the teachers. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, if people want to find you, how would they how would they do that? Yeah, they can just go to the website, which is the easiest way, this the spiritroot.com. Um, root is in a tree root, not as in a driving route. Yes. Um, and just go ahead and click around and there's a lot of information on there. So they can look around and decide what's best for them. Right. Um, and inquire about things and yeah and i know that you've just moved from denver to ridgeway mm -hmm. and what and you're, you're starting your online program what are some other things that you that you're looking towards in the future what would you like to do to expand even though you have a pretty big thing going on right now yeah but, well that's a great question Right now, I'm, I'm not getting any hits for what I'm going to do next because I'm really in my school right now. Um, Good for but, you. But, you know, yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm open. I listen to what they asked me to do and I just, I'm the servant, you know. So expanding wise, I would love to get into more personally, I guess, in the future, more Tantra practice, um, working more with couples. Mm -hmm. Because I always find that that's a, that's a very um, spicy place to live. We're fine when we're by ourselves and then we get into a relationship and here come the triggers. Right. So right. couples are really great to work with because we're we all want to be in relationship with somebody. Yeah. So, so true. Well, yeah. thank you so much. And I'm sure I will be seeing you soon. I'm yeah. not living far from where Ginny is. And I, I look forward to doing some of these some of these retreats and and things with you. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you, Marla. You're very welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at interviewswithinnocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you.